Well, hello there. I'm glad you could join me on this second edition of our podcast, which is titled Making Our Children Ready for the Future. This is aimed at how to make our youth of today to be ready to face the hostile world. The question to answer really is how do we prepare a better future for them so they can compete in a hostile world? The important thing is us as parents must make our children to be one step ahead so that when they have to meet the outside world, they are one step ahead of the pack. In my neighborhood where I grew up, when you go out in the street, you find many youth standing at street corners, loitering, smoking, drinking under the influence of drugs, girls, boys, uh, moving around aimlessly. Some very highly educated, but because they never had a great background or great mentoring from their home, they find themselves in the mainstream and having nothing outstanding to offer. Well, my aim is to put a cat among the pigeons so that we as parents can start to think about how we can help our children. And I think the best way to start is to start where our children are. That's a very important thing for us to know because if we are going to start anywhere helter-skelter without uh, following some basics, we might not be able to help them. Now, every children uh, has got his own needs and abilities and any two children, even if they are identical twins, they have very divergent needs and abilities. And part of the important thing that you and I as parents must do is to identify the needs of our respective children and their abilities. And it is only when we start where they are that we'll be able to take them to the next level in their lives. So that it's important for us to do a needs analysis and to recognize the abilities of our children. We know some are introverted. We know some are artists. We know some are academic inclined. And um, there are a myriad of qualities and abilities um, that each and every one of us has been endowed with. And part of our job as parents is to identify this and to help our children to be able to thrive in life. And that is why the proverb that we had said, train up a child in the way he should go, teaching him or her to seek God's wisdom and will for his abilities and his talents. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. The second important thing I want to discuss today is that we should let our children live their lives and have their own experiences. 
and I'll give a practical example to this. How many of us have gone to a Saturday morning soccer match at a school and we have seen a very angry parent running from the top grandstand onto the pitch only to fight with a referee because he thinks that his boy has been kicked and he feels very aggrieved to a point of sometimes even throttling and fighting with the referee until other parents come and intervene. Well, this is sometimes what we do. We do not let our children have their own experiences. We do not let them experience things firsthand. And we let them grow in a cocoon, protected, and really not ready to face the future. Whereas the right approach maybe is what happened to us. We grew up in the street. We grew up in the park. We played in the mud. We played in the dust. And uh, we had all sorts of experiences. By the time we grew up, we had experienced quite a myriad different experiences in our lives. And a critical marker of today's child is that they've got experience of nothing really except the four walls of their room where they are interacting with their computers and their tablets and their phones. So it is high time, and I think this is a great advice for us as parents, that we should let our children go out, play, meet up with the others. You know, even when they come from school, we already have organized transport for them. They just get into the car and they are whisked home without even interacting with any of their schoolmates. So one of the very important lessons we must teach our children is that of interaction. The last thing I'm going to mention today is to allow for quality time. Allowing for quality time is very important because the biggest commodity today is time. And unfortunately, the lack of time that we spend with our children keeps them in the background, unimportant, recluse, in a corner without any meaning or fulfillment in their lives. Children of today, unfortunately, because we do not have any time with them, make means themselves to be able to interact, to enrich themselves, and to try to get ahead. The result is that most children today are much, much older than their chronological age in their experiences. And you'll find that the child in childhood has disappeared because we as parents haven't had any time to interact with our children. And it all basically comes to time management. We are always busy in a mad rush and have a very tight schedule. We are always stressed up. There's delays in traffic and uh, there's pressure in our lives. Some of us arrive home very late because of working overtime. 
And really one of the important things that we've got to learn uh, today is that of time management. To set aside quality time with our children where we can mentor them, teach them, hold them by the hand, guide them, mentor them, help them to experience and to know certain things. What parent today takes their boy and shows them how to replace a light bulb? What parent today takes their girl and uh, teaches them how to bake a cake? There's never time for this. And these are some of the qualities that our children need if they're going to go out into the hostile world. May I thank you for, the, for, for listening to me today. May I ask that you send this podcast to one or two people that you know who might be interested in this topic that we are discussing. When next we meet, we are going to talk about making our home a place of joy for our children. That the first important step that we need to do is to make the home environment to be a great place for our children. Till we meet next time, it's Tommy Mtembo. Thank you for joining me.